Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. 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 Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to the Confessionals Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. If you get a hold of me, maybe your story will wind up being a documentary for Merkel Media. You never know. So you don't know until you send that email. Also, if you want extra shows every week, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member. You will get access to the Thursday shows, the Tuesday shows ad free and the overtime segments when they're available right there on the website and on the Confessionals member appy. If that interests you, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com slash join. All right, friends, listen, we have a great in-studio guest today. We have Phil. We got Exploring with Phil coming from the state of Massachusetts down here to the East Tennessee. How you doing, man? I am doing absolutely wonderful. Um, thank you for having me yet again. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the myriad of wild things that has been happening to me the last six months or five months since I was on. <laughs> but yeah, dude, which is wild that it's been, it's it's crazy. it hasn't been that long. So it's, it's crazy because, uh, so anybody who's listening right now, maybe you're a new listener or you just, you don't know who we're talking about. Uh, episode 544, we called it something about Huckamuck. Beast of the Huckamuck Swamp. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was something about portals, but something like that, right? So uh, it's always portals with me. Yeah. Of so, <laughs> but uh, you were episode 544 and also episode 50. And the background story is you and I went to college together. Um, if you're a listener, a longtime listener, you went, you know, in the earlier days of the show, I was letting you get to know the host a little bit. And I would talk about sometimes about going to Bible college. And that's where you and I met. And uh, it's been a long friendship, my friend, you know? Yeah. So it's been literally 20 years. I know. I literally thought about that the other day. I was like, 2003 is when we met. It's yeah. 2023. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow. It's I, crazy. I blew my mind. I was like, wow. Yeah. And we're getting old. But, yeah. er. oh, I wouldn't say old, older. I would say prime. 
prime ages, but you know. I, I hey, I think so. Yeah. You know, it's funny because Lindsay sent me a uh, a meme the other day, and it was I forget what show it was or what movie it was, but. It, the characters had like the guy had white hair. I always forget these actors' names and stuff. If you saw him, he's the guy that had the big nose in the one movie back in the nineties. Um, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Thank Steve you. Martin. So one of the movies that he did, maybe it was uh, um, the one where his wife gets pregnant, his daughter gets pregnant, whatever that is. Yep. But like apparently the characters were like forty five years old in yeah. that movie. Yeah. And they looked like they were in their sixties. And yeah. it's just like the standard of what 40, 45, 50 is today is just way better. You know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, prime nowadays. And yeah, that movie's uh, Father of the Bride two, I think, or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Love them. Uh, yeah. the, the guy that has that accent, he's like, Father of the Bride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, ADHD, bring it back, Tony. We just started. Uh, so, anyways, let people know episode 50, uh, you were your first appearance on the show. And actually, you're in the intro where you're like, dude, he slithered over to me. That's you. And uh, I, I just did a reel on Instagram. Every, anybody who's listening right now, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you're missing out. No, we're actually going to be kicking up the Instagram presence here. And uh, we're going to be doing some new little cool little things like literally little short one and a half to three minute sitcom intros. It, it, you have to see it to believe it kind of thing. But we're doing some actual actual acting on Instagram. And uh, you know when, when I posted that, it was all about the show intro. And people were commenting, the show intro is legendary. It's legendary. Well, my friend, Phil, you're part of that legendary intro. So yeah. uh, that's who Phil is, everybody. Uh, Phil, you come down here to share more experiences from the Huckamuck. Uh, I'm going to let you kind of take it away. And wherever you want to steer the ship and stuff is fine with me. Uh, you sent me a list the other day of what kind of we're diving into. And I'm just going to read it off to the people so they know what we're getting into. Of course, we're getting into portals. Uh, you, you said, this is what you said to me in a text. What's behind the portal door in Huckamock? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm just like, what's behind the portal door? You mean you found the portal door? Let's go. Uh, Pukwudgie encounters and who created them. I was like, oh, shoot. We're talking about some real kind, uh, like, uh, uh, what's that? Um, uh, the, what's that, 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 um, Man, I can't remember what it's called now. It's just, it, the name is escaping me. I just had Juan from the One on One podcast and uh, Alchemy. Yeah, it's alchemy. Yeah, alchemy? It, yeah, it's alchemy. But the the creatures that they, that they were creating. Oh, it's like humocalyp. I can never say. Yeah, the I want to say huckamuck, but it's, it's not huckamuck. It's, it's like it's hum humanoculus. Homunculus. Homunculus. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. Jack. I can never say the word right. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, mm -hmm. so I'm like, mm -hmm. is this a homunculus? You know, uh, you also said ghost slash spirits saying my name a lot seems to be increasing uh, evil entities of the Bridgewater Triangle. Uh, I also want to talk about this angel encounter you had that you posted about the other day. And let me just ask you off the jump before you get into all this stuff. Um, I vaguely remember somewhere in a text message you saying that you encountered something up there that had something to do with me. Is that true? Or were you asking me about... Uh, something and you don't have to go to it if you want to if you want to yeah. just get to it later. But I just want to make sure I brought that up because if it is true, I got to hear about it. I yeah. have no idea where Absolutely. that's going. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So I will get to it because it's in here. But okay. yeah, I did when you were having the documentary and it was starting to come up. I started asking some questions um, about Dogman specifically in gotcha. the Huckamuck Swamp to see if there was Dogman there, what they would say, mm. and we got some interesting responses. Interesting. I have to report back to you. Okay, well. Yeah. I'm excited to hear that. So uh, let's get into it. Where are we going, man? For sure. Uh, I figured we'd start with the angel encounter. Perfect. Now, this just happened, oddly enough, October 13th, Friday the 13th. 
This video is, comes out tonight as we're recording this. Okay. So this encounter, basically, this area is called, uh, it's Skim Milk Bridge. And the reason why they call it Skim Milk Bridge is there was an accident that happened in the river and it turned the river like white at one moment. Not white anymore, but at the time. So that's why they call it Skim Milk Bridge. Mm. So it's just an area of the Huckamuck where I didn't even know existed. Well, I, I knew it existed. I just didn't know where it was. So for the longest time, I couldn't find it. And then I finally found it. And so I recently found it a couple months ago. So I've only been there twice. This is the second time I've been there. So walking down the path, I don't hear anything at the time. Just kind of doing my own thing, walking down the path. I stop about midway through, look over to the side, looking at the swamp. You know, don't hear anything at the moment. You know, don't think anything of it. Listen back. So as I'm walking through, all of a sudden, out of the blue, you can hear what sounds like um, angels singing and like music and I would say harp kind of sounds very quickly and it says holy holy twice hmm. you hear with your naked ear um, with the EVP so yeah, this is, yeah, okay. yeah yeah so this is afterwards in the moment and heard, heard nothing okay. nothing at all but uh, afterwards on the tape on the audio that's what I catch it says holy holy and then I start walking a little bit further you can kind of hear the music it starts to get a little bit lower or like you can hear the background noises of the wind blowing and the music's kind of the same level. So it's very hard to make out what the sounds are. Mm. But all of a sudden, uh, at the midst of the music, you hear a voice and it says peace. And it echoes. And it, it's very weird because it like echoed when you hear listening to it, like echoes, like as if it's in some sort of amphitheater or something like that. But it's On not. On the EVP. Yeah. But wow. it's not an amphitheater. It's just a swamp, you know? So it's very, very strange. So later on, fast forward, like I said, didn't hear anything at the time. So I don't even know I've caught this. At the end of the video, I'm heading out. And one thing I've been doing lately is just kind of keeping the spirit box on as I'm walking out of places just to see if what happens, what pops up or whatever. So this is what pops up. Spirit box. Doesn't peace belong with you? Which is weird because before we got peace, right? So this is weird. You, Phil, Philip. And then it says Jesus. And then so I asked the question, is there someone here that needs Jesus? And then the spirit box says, save me. And then it says, save you, son. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you make of that? <sighs> Honestly, I don't think it's bad. I think it's an angel. I think this is a good experience. I think yeah. it's a positive experience because it didn't lead to anything negative. You know, it seemed like it was trying to protect me or, you know, was there with me or communicating with me. Mm. You know, I have been praying to have God shine through my videos more and more. Mm. Was that God showing me a sign that, you know, you know, because like when you do haunted videos, it's, you know, people like to show the the demons, they like to show the negative, but where I was like, you know what, well, what if I start showing some, try to seek out some of the more positive yeah. things in the spiritual world. Wow. So I think that's, I mean, it was remarkable, dude. That is remarkable. I, I didn't expect it. I never thought that would happen. And in, in, in this video that's coming out tonight, th that's like one of many different things in this video, mm. you know, that are just crazy. So, uh, in the videos, is it like the video coming out tonight? Is it just one journey trip that you put out then? Or is this a compilation of many days? This is one day. Yeah, this wow. is all recorded okay. Friday the 13th, this wow. particular video. Yeah, Friday the 13th. So before we get any further in conversation, we built the background up of who you are, how we know each other, but we didn't get people up to date as new listeners as to who you are today. So before we get too far in the recording and they bail out, uh, let's talk about you and we're talking about the video what are we talking about you have a youtube channel called exploring with phil right yeah that is correct yep so youtube channel exploring with phil currently weekly youtube videos uh every single thursday 7 p.m usually bridgewater triangle paranormal investigations i do do abandoned ex explorations as well 
But um, I also been doing this thing. Last time I was on, I was kind of mentioning I was going to do this. Um, I, we I don't have enough time to talk about it, but I just wanted to mention, I do do a lot of history meets the paranormal mm. videos where I do like a lot of King Philip's war, go to these war sites, talk about the history, talk about the stories, and then do a paranormal investigation. And I've been getting evidence that correlates with the history there. Wow. So or whatever location happens to be. Yeah. So that's been something I've been doing as well. So that's what I do every single Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. weekly YouTube. So you can find me at Exploring with Phil. Uh, no matter where you are on YouTube, I'm exploring with Phil, Instagram, wherever you are, you can come find me exploring with Phil Two else. Well, so I recently was on your YouTube channel and, uh, when I searched Canadian Dutch boys, it did, it, it came to exploring with Phil. So I guess you changed the name recently. Huh? I did a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah. I just finally was like, you know what? Everything else is exploring with Phil. Might as well just keep it across the board. I agree. It's easy to find. Everyone can find it. Yeah. 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 I, I was hoping one day you'd come to that conclusion. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I did. I was like, you know what? It's time. So I just did it. Yeah. If it, Just a, a little side note for anybody before we move on off his channel here. Uh, when you're going to YouTube and you're clicking on Exploring with Phil, go over to videos and click oldest and have some fun exploring who Phil was before he was exploring with Phil. Uh, get get those views up on those videos because those videos are from literally back in 2003. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you, from the co old college campus, you guys. I'm not in these videos, I don't think. And uh, you guys um, were doing some some just goofy stuff. And I remember back then I was like, everybody was like, oh, that's such good production. And looking at it now, you're like, man, times have changed. Yeah, you know, the standard absolutely. for quality of amateur quality has changed significantly. Sure. Absolutely. And technology is better. It's Way easier better. to make things yeah. like, yeah. Isn't it weird? That's so weird. Yeah. 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 But yeah so don't go watch those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as we're done recording, he's going to go and delete them yeah. <laughs> and make them all private. <laughs> well, that, and they might not even recognize me. So they may not recognize yeah. you, especially in your wrestling outfits. Yeah. You know, so. That too. That too. That too. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I loved it though, man. Like I was, it was like a blast from the past and, uh, I don't know what made me sick, click on oldest, but I was like, oh, this is gold. So, uh, anyways, so uh, you had this angel experience in uh, the Huckamuck Swamp. Uh, you view it as very positive. Obviously, anytime you have an encounter with an angel, hopefully it's positive unless it's coming to say, hey, God is going to smite you. Mm -hmm. uh, but that wasn't your case and stuff. So it seemed like it for you, you translated as a very confirm confirmation that yeah. to the prayers you've been praying. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, cool. That's the way That's the way I look at it for sure. And like, I, I, I mean, we're going to get into it because I feel like there's a need in the paranormal community. I think we talked about this a little bit before. Whereas like the paranormal community is dominated by a lot of negative things, you know, whether that's like there is an element of witchcraft in there. There's an element of just just things you probably shouldn't be doing. And that the like I said, the the positive side is very diminished. Mm -hmm. You know, people are more willing to believe in demons than they are God. Yeah. So they believe in a demon, but you start talking about Jesus and, or God and whether they're like, oh, no, no, no. And it's just like, well, you believe in a demon, but you don't believe in, you know, the guy that created the demon. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, you know what I'm I Yeah, I get it. So it's been a challenge. So I wasn't gonna mention this, but in the future, I just feel like to mention this. In the future with my videos going in next year, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put a little thing either in the beginning or the end. And this is just I just felt led to do this. Just asking people if they have prayer requests. Mm. Like you want something you want me to pray for you about something? Mess write it in the comments, message me or whatever. I'll pray for you. Just like a simple little thing I can put in there. It's not going to disrupt anybody's video watching experience. Mm -hmm. Just a little something I could do to maybe help somebody out there. 
Yeah. If you feel compelled to do such things, I say just follow it. Yeah. Just go for it. So that's cool, man. That's really cool. Uh, so that was the most recent experience that you had, or at least the most recent video that's going up yeah. right now as a time of recording. Correct. Uh, by the time people hear this, it'll be a couple of weeks old. But um, so where are we going here then? So before we really start getting into it, I just want to tell a quick story about time slips. So one thing I've been doing recently to try to uh, promote is been reaching out to other paranormal investigators, podcasters, just paranormal people that do videos uh, with on Instagram, TikTok, whatever the case may be, and being like, hey, I'm going out to the Huckamuck Swamp. Would you like to be a part of my video? How about you ask me a question you want me to ask in the Huckamuck Swamp? So that's what I did. And I asked Jason of AFK Discussions, a question. he asked me a question. He's like, hey, can you ask if time slips are real in the Huckamuck Swamp? Hmm. So it was a joint video with like four different uh, podcasters, paranormal people, et cetera. And it's just a great way. Number one, it's just a great way to get exposure for everybody. Because yeah. when I make the trailer, everyone's tagged in it. Everyone's getting credit for it. Everyone's getting the followers for it. So it's all it's it's just a huge big way to grow everybody's audience at the same time. Yeah. So time slips. So I ask in the Huckamuck Swamp, are time slips real? A few minutes after asking this to the spirit box, didn't get a response in the spirit box that was a response to the question. I start hearing something in the in the woods of the Huckamuck Swamp that I just like can't quite make it out. And to give you a background, this is the same location as the metal sounds. Same location as the the weird stuff I was talking about last time with the metal noises, glass moving, all that stuff. This is that same spot. So I'm st- I'm like hearing something, but I just can't quite make it out. And so I listen back when I go home. I'm like, oh yeah, there was a moment where I thought I might have heard something. So I listen back to you. I listen back to it, and I catch Native American drums, which is followed by Native American singing, probably like five seconds worth drumming, 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 a little bit of singing, and then it's gone. Just vanishes out of nowhere. Now, like, that's cool in itself, but what's weird about this situation is so right after that happens, I kind of, I'm like moving forward. I'm like, I, I thought I heard something. And then in front of me, you can hear footsteps walk. It's hard to tell if they're walking towards me or away from me, but very, very quickly, like boom, 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 boom. Now, I don't know animal footprints and noises to be like, oh, it could, you know, is this an animal? So I reached out to a hunter slash ex-military guy who would know what people footprints would be and what animals would sound like. I'd be like, what does this sound like to you? He's like, that sounds like two feet. So, you know, I know there's no one there or no human there. Yeah. So something was in there, you know, walking. I don't know. See, this is where it gets weird. Did they hear me ask that question? And we're like, oh, you want to hear a time slip? And then provided it. Or was that just, I mean, you know, what's going on there? You know yeah. what I mean? Because I asked that question and then now I get like Native American drummings with a Native American singing. I don't think that's happening right now. I think that's a time slip. I think it's something from the past coming through now. Sure. Like that's the way I, that's the way I took at it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about like how time, like things can be imprinted on time, mm-hmm. especially in repetition. And obviously something like that would be a tradition that would be done over and over again in these areas. And so could it be that has just been imprinted, imprinted on that time right? and being in the Bridgewater Triangle, Huckamuck Swamp, the, th- the veil is already thin. Uh, we talked about the portals last time and the, uh, the metal doors and stuff. Um, I, I had recently had a metallic sound happen to me out in the wilderness that I'm not able to talk about yet. So I'm interesting. move on. Because and I, I wonder all- if it's going to be the same metal sound that I heard. In the Huckamuck Swamp. I'll describe, Maybe. when we get to that, I'll describe it. Okay. And if I see your eyes, 
get big, I'll be like, I won't say anything, but I'll know. Yeah, just we'll make sure Jack keeps the camera on <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's that's really interesting. So that all kind of spawned from Jason's question. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. And that's it was cool. just a one-off. Like I said, just a one-off thing. Um, to get the like I said, the footsteps after it's it makes a weird twist to it. Mm. You know, like I don't know what that's about. Like the time slip by itself would have been cool. But then you had the weird foot footsteps after. So it's like, is there an entity there manipulating yeah. things? I don't know. It's interesting. I, I mean, uh, I mean, and what what was it that made that sound? I mean, once we're talking about bipedal stuff, I mean. In our, in my mind, it can be uh, numerous things, you know, and even I think puck wedgies, which we're getting into, are bipedal, right? So it, it's one of those things where you know you, you you hear the Native American drums, you hear all that, and it's just like you want to go to make that connection, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you know, not. It could be something else. And for uh, sure, it's really interesting stuff, man. It's really interesting. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. So since the last time I was on, I've had my name said a lot. And I'm not, I'm not like exaggerating. In my last video that comes out tonight, I counted because I wanted to know how many. In the spirit box, I got my name said 13 times. In one? One it, session. Wow. I have them all written down. You want to hear them all? Yeah, yeah. Philip Hears. What was the question? Um, these are just no, no questions. Well, these are, I'm asking other questions and they're just saying my name or saying my name and saying other things okay. unrelated to questions. Yeah. So Philip Hears. Pause. One of us. Pause. He doesn't notice. Feel it. Feel for it. Another person comes in. Stop that. I fought you, human. Philip, you speak. Philip, finding answers. Philip is here. Philip, what do you want? <laughs> that almost sounds like it's an actual conversation. Yeah. Like, like there's actual a, a stream of thought there. Yeah, I and, know. And, and that's just, that's spread out over the whole video. That's not all in like one row. Okay, But gotcha. like, I mean, the first... But is that in, yeah. in order? Yeah, that's in order. Wow. That's in the order in which they were given. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Weird, right? What do you, like, uh, like what I, do you... <laughs> what I make of it? Yeah. Two things. There could be a positive side to this and there could be a negative. Which one do you want to hear first? Both. Okay. But, uh, oh, first, uh, positive. 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 Okay, yeah. positive. The most two common spirit box responses besides my name is hear me, help me. By far. Like hear me, help me is always up there. Now, when I, like in the past, I think I mentioned on here that um, I got the spirit box response pray. And so as I started asking everywhere I go, I ask if, there's people out there that want me to pray for them. Mm -hmm. So I think this could be part of that where like they're asking me for help because I pray for them. So when asking if they like me to pray for them, I wrote down some of their, I wrote down the response, every single response I've got just to give you an idea. Phil, oh, I'm sorry. Please help us home. Phil is awesome. Now, the way they said this is I have to, I'm going to try to mimic the way they said it. So they were like, Phil is awesome. Like, that's the way they said it. Exactly like that. No joke. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, like I, was, like, I was like, someone screamed my name. I didn't hear the awesome part after, but I heard the Philip. I was like, whoa. I was like, goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah, so I was like, that was a good one. So, and then please pray for me. Another voice comes in. He's secular. Hold on, you said, pre please pray for me. No, they said. So a, a male voice comes through. Please pray for me. Another voice comes in. And it's like, no, he's secular or he's secular. Meaning like probably not a Christian or that's what I was assuming. Yeah, but who are they talking about? I'm assuming the guy that asked for prayer. 
So it was like two different people. So like, one, like it was a male voice that asked for prayer. Please pray for me. A female comes in and is like, he's secular. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, I took, yeah, I took that as like, oh, he's not a Christian. Don't pray for him. Mm. You know, like that's what I took it as. Interesting. Um, yeah, weird, right? Yeah. So, and then, so I'll get some more for you. Too late. Is ask, as, uh, I'm asking if they want prayer. They say too late. And then another response, we love you. Hmm. Which is, you know, weird. I don't think a demon is going to say, I love you or please pray for me or any of these things. Hmm. At least I don't think they would. You know what I mean? It's, which is really strange. Now I'm going to go to the Huckamuck Swamp where I got in the spirit box. I asked the question if, and this is in this video that comes out tonight, which is kind of, this is still positive. If I was in trouble, would you save me? You asked this. I asked this. Okay. And this is what they said to me. Save him. Help you. Real friend. You're a good kid. Whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah. Which begs the question, who, who, is, who is saying this? Are these spirits? Are these little people? Or, I don't know who they are, but I mean, they seem to think they would want to save me. Yeah. Which is weird. You know, which doesn't make me think that they're puckwudgies that are telling me they're going to save me because puckwudgies are known to lead people to their doom. Hmm. So it's like, it's very weird. It's like, I'm, I feel like they're probably people. I feel like it could be people that aren't, aren't Christians, perhaps, and that were maybe they're like, because one of those word bank responses I've got in the Huckamuck is this word, it's a Hebrew word, Bela or something like that. I'm not even I don't know, pronouncing it right, but it literally is used in literal. Um, books and stuff as a place between heaven and earth. Hmm. And so it's kind of weird to get that response. So it's like, maybe that's what's happening in the Huckamuck Swamp and these other areas. It's a place between heaven and earth yeah. where things exist somehow. I don't know if they're trapped there or whatever. They don't want to move on. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. You know, I, and, and what you just said there, I, I usually don't have that kind of feeling when it comes to these like in between zones. Like, cause I mean, I, what you're describing, I, I absolutely feel the same way. Like there's, there's something, there's this in between zone that things exist on. Uh, maybe it's it. And so I, I kind of take this, um, this, this side road, you know, where I, I think uh, like what you just described, there's the, you know, let's just say heaven, hell, and this in between zone, that's not earth that, things exist on and and i i think it's like this other realm that things exist in parallel with us in coordination and sometimes they they bleed through uh i don't know so like uh, the way i think of it is it's not even a matter of will on the idea of wanting to move on or anything because i don't think most of the things that are in that par parallel realm have any uh, history uh, as starting here, moving to another realm and saying, I'm just going to hover here for a while. That's just how I feel. I have yeah. nothing to really uh, back that up in research or anything like that. It's just, that's the vibe that I always have is this like, I feel like there's these, this other parallel realm that just runs alongside of us. And there are real things that exist in there that may not necessarily have any real history with, this realm is just they kind of run next to us in this. Yeah, kind of like thing. coexist or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, but like no, like not coexist. Like they just exist. Yeah, and and the, this realm just has its own set of rules that it operates within. Um, I do believe, and this might be 
weird for people to hear, but I do believe that Nephilim exists in that realm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I do believe that things do peek through and come through. They have the ability to do so. I mean, just typical paranormal hauntings would, would say such things that, you know, if you believe that hauntings are real and, you know, there's paranormal entities, those entities don't just hang out here. I mean, maybe some people think that I don't, uh, but so that they come from somewhere is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And so I do believe that Nephilim exist in those realms uh, because of their origins and how their their fathers exist in those realms as well. So why would they not want to be with their fathers yeah. and not have the ability to do that? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, the, I think all these things are in that, you know, in that realm. Yeah. Like all the, because like, you, you you know, with like the disembodied Nephilim spirits and all that stuff. That's what you mean, right? Yeah. Like after, because they've- But not just, no, not just spirits though. Like but, physical. But physical beings Very too. Physical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I could definitely, yeah. I think all that stuff exists clearly because mm-hmm. we catch evidence of it with the EVPs or whatever. Like there's, yeah. you know, and we can't obviously verify like what it is without actually physically seeing it. And then even then, are we actually seeing what they, or are they just seeing what we want us to see? You know, so like that's the whole other angle depending on if it's demonic or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and that's the thing that like there's so much discernment that needs to like be played out with all this stuff, and you know, dealing with this stuff, it's like everybody has an opinion, everybody has um, you know the answer, um, and I, I try to just kind of float around and let people talk and share, and um, I think that's how we learn. I think that's how we learn. That's how I learned. I learned a lot just doing this show, just talking with people, hearing different things, and. You know, I, I wind up thinking things that I never thought I would think before. Like parallel realms exist and things come in and out and people go there too. It's like, what? No, that's crazy. That's sci-fi stuff. Yeah, well. Yeah, right. Fast <laughs> forward 23 years later. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. years later. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's really, I don't even know how we got on that, but yeah. Yeah, no worries. It always goes that direction for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have one more positive thing. So okay. last time I was here, I told you about Anna One Rock and I told you last time I went to Anna One Rock, they said, leave, go home, go away, go home, like repeatedly, repeatedly. Mm. So I went there on the anniversary of Anna One's capture, like the actual day where he was captured. Okay. So, because I figured if I'm going to go there, I'm gonna, I should go there on the anniversary. Maybe I have more, you know, better chance of catching evidence of that historical event, you know, whatever else is there. So it was like literally the complete opposite of the first time I went there. And so I basically asked, um, sorry, I lost my place. I said, um, last, I said, last time I was here, I got told to go away, go home. So I haven't received that same reception. So what has changed? Open up the spirit box. We love you, Philip. Philip, stay. Philip, help. Help me. You know, yet again, like, like I said, the helping and like, the, yeah. as if like they, they know I can help them or want me to help them somehow. Do you think you can help them? I prayed for them. I don't know if it does help. I mean, I pray for the will of God when I pray for like spirits and stuff like that. Or I, I don't pray for anyone but people. I always, when I usually pray, I'm like, if there's any people that here are here and Jesus can help them, I pray that they will be helped if it is the Lord's will for them to be helped. Mm. You know, so that way I'm not like accidentally praying for something that, you know, doesn't let need me, to be prayed let me, for. Let me, let me pray for this demon real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> you know, pray for blessings upon some demon or something. You know what I mean? So I always pray God's will. So that way, no matter what, yeah. you know, God's will will, you know, over, over succeed that. But yeah. they certainly seem that I can help them or they seem that they think that I can help them. Mm, that's um, really interesting. Yeah. Um, weird. So 
do you cl- outside the initial angel uh, encounter that you mentioned in the beginning and stuff? Do you classify any of this interaction as uh, angelic interaction? As far as like, um, if you're communicating with something, could it be possible that are al- aliens? Well, maybe aliens, <laughs> but that angels are uh, using the spirit box to connect connect with you uh, on a very uh, practical way that doesn't require. Um, uh, any kind of, I, I felt, I felt like something was talking to me or mm-hmm. I heard a voice right. in my head or I had this feeling. It's like, nope, we're just going to use this and speak through and it. Clearly do you, speak do, you, do you think that happens? Um, definitely with the angel encounter, that seemed to be the case. And now mm-hmm. that that's happened, it makes you wonder, it makes me wonder at least in the past and be like these, lo- I love yous and these other positive messages. Could they be like actual angels sent from God? Could be. Mm. I can't like verify that. I've never at. I have something new to ask. I will ask the next time I go out that very question because mm. I've never thought about it. But I mean, now that I've had this angel angel encounter, I'm like, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what's happening here. You know, because I have been asking God to shine through my videos, and maybe He is already with these other things, and I just haven't picked up on that. Yeah. Possibly. It's interesting, right? You know, um, ever since I moved to East Tennessee, uh, every once in a while, people reach out to me and like you got to do something on Moravian Falls. And um, I finally found the guy I want to talk to. And uh, I don't know if he's ever going to email me back, which is unfortunate. But, um, and I forget his name off the top of my head, but basically I stumbled across his video. And he, um, he was, it's only like a 10 minute video on YouTube, but he talks about how he felt like God was calling him to uh, move to Moravian Falls. And he starts looking at properties there and he's looking at a property in Moravian Falls and the realtor's showing around the property and all of a sudden um, he, something like the environment changes as they're walking and like they, they literally walk through uh, something. They could feel it. And the realtor stops and says, this is a portal. And he's like, yup. And that, that's why like he moved there is because of the, the, the spiritual uh, connection to earth there. And, and if I, I don't remember the, the whole story, I, I haven't dove into it, but essentially it's something like, uh, I think it was like German Christians came, came here, settled in at the Moravian Falls. And for like a hundred years, they, uh, they prayed 24 seven, like somebody was there praying. And this is this is this kind of goes in line with my my theory on the repetition thing. Like, do can we create a thinning of the veil by constant spiritual activity in a certain spot, whether it's just one person or many people, like New Orleans um, and Moravian Falls is kind of like that, only on the opposite end of the, spe- the spectrum than New Orleans. New Orleans a lot of voodoo, dark magic. But this idea that Moravian Falls, there was, and I might begin the, the years wrong, maybe it wasn't 100 years, but I feel like 100 sticks out in my head a lot. Uh, but the idea is that it was like constant prayer to God constantly for a very long time. Uh, and it became like this portal spot where angels came and people witnessed seeing angels at the Moravian Falls and people make pilgrimages there. It's in North Carolina. It's like four hours from here. Uh, one of these days, I, I, I would like to go. Um, but uh, with that and what we were talking about with you, it, it does make me wonder if these portal locations, these thinning of the veil locations are sometimes used by the angelic beings as much as the negative. 
Like if it's a if it's a spirit if it's some kind of spiritual highway that any entity can hop on, right? So I, I I don't I don't know, but I mean, um, I think it's like Genesis twenty eight or something. Uh, the Jacob's ladder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, that that he literally said for this is a gateway to heaven, and his experience was was literally like he had this portal experience, this this transformation experience where he was like taken and then brought back kind of thing. Um, and that's why, I mean, if you want to look for biblical reasoning to, to look at the Bible for weird things, I mean, that, that is one of those things where it's like lucid dreaming. People focus on lucid dreaming a lot. Well, I mean, kind of like what he experienced, you know? So mm -hmm. anyways, um, I, I bring up Moravian Falls because it, it just makes me feel like there might be something there. Uh, maybe the context isn't there for how we're verbalizing it yet, but there might be something there. If we keep pushing on that bubble, maybe we'll be able to have the proper words to express what's actually happening here. Yeah, that for sure. Sense. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think by the next time I'm here, I think I'll have a better mm. understanding. So tell me you're coming back. I'll, uh, mm, Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah 100%. <laughs> well, because I can, every time I come here, then I get more, you, I get more questions to ask or more ideas, you know, because last time I was here, I literally was like, I need to find out who created Pukwudgies. Mm. You know, that was like one of my things or the King Phillips War. I had like yeah. goals after I left here. So I was like, it's a, you know, good for me. Cool. Yeah. Ideas factory. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So, um, the negative side. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I checked out this, uh, abandoned air force station, not a base station where like radar rays they used to have and stuff, just an explore two hours away from my house. Never mentioned my name once. Didn't say my name at all. Catch an EVP. One word, one EVP, one word, Phil. Hmm. Random. Like I said, very far away from my house. So it's, you know, I mean, it's Massachusetts. So it's like, you know, what is that about? You know, how does something know my name two hours away from my house unless something's following you mm, or something darker that would know my name regardless of where I am? Mm -hmm. Possibly. Um, that, is that why you think it's dark? That's why I, had, I classified it as negative because it just, how would they know my name that far away? What could be, what, why, if we're on the angel topic, why not? Why can't it be an Ooh, angel? Yeah, that's true. It could be. I never thought about it like that. Do you that. feel like when, when, like your overall feeling though is that it was negative, it felt negative? Um, I just put it under negative just because it's just such a weird, it's so weird to get your name so far away from mm. your house when you haven't said it. Gotcha. Um, further example, I was at an un, another abandoned hospital, undisclosed location. I was exploring this a couple weeks ago, just an explore. I did have my word bank going, but didn't do any EVP sessions, didn't ask any questions. We caught, I think, 11 EVPs there two of which said my name. So the first one, I'll tell you, it was, uh, we we're walking out of the operating room and on this I well, iPad right here, it was caught in, on this. And so I was with a, uh, another guy, Nate, shout out to Nate for going with me. He had the iPad in his hands. He was probably 10 feet behind me. So I'm already out and out of the operating room. He's behind me. He catches an EVP as I'm already out of the room. It just says Phil. And it's one of those ones where you can hear it echo in the room because it's an empty operating room. So there is an echo in there and mm -hmm. you can hear the echo through the voice when the voice says it. So the voice echoes as it says it, which is weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially since neither one of us heard it at the moment, um, which is weird. So you didn't hear it at the moment. No. But it sounded like it was saying it, it in the room, like it, the echo. Yeah. Oh yeah. It wow. echoed. Yeah. It echoed like as if it was coming from that operating room. Oh man. That makes me feel like, so if you're not hearing it, if you're not hearing it, um, in the moment. In the moment. But on the playback, you're hearing it as if you would have heard it in the moment. That's 
That's like the the show Stranger Things when you could hear when when mom could hear her son Will on the other side of the upside down, but she couldn't see him. Yeah, it, it, it like he was there in the room with her, but they were on the the different realms, and that that almost makes me feel like that because it's like what if there's something in another realm in the room with you that had the same environment of the room that you were in, only you couldn't see it because again the parallel highway there. Right. Interesting. Right. That's really interesting for sure. Same hmm. hospital. Like it's um. Trying to remember if I said my name. I don't think I did. So a little bit rocking down the hallway real quick, not really stopping. We get an EVP that's like close to the microphone, like so much close that you can hear it like muffle like that. And it says, I know Philip. Just like that. I know Philip. Did you say something that it would be saying, yeah, I know Philip. Or is it saying like, I know you? Yeah, it was more like, I know you. Really? I know you. Like, I know you personally or, you know. Making it a point to make sure that I knew that it, it knew that I knew it was there. Wow, that's what I took it as, um, for sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Especially, I'll get into some. I, I got another one for you. So, in the onset puck wedging encounter, I told you a little bit about it, but I caught a uh, spirit box response that said, "I know you, Philip Anderson." I mean, I grew up in onset, so maybe just maybe it was someone that. I grew up with or something, but probably not, dude. Yeah, but here's the thing. Probably so like not, even, <laughs> even if it is it is somebody who like knows you, the fact you got Philip Anderson. Yeah. Like that's like that's on another level. Yeah. You know, it's not because so I think it was like episode 38, 39, something like that, early in the show. I think I called it the unwanted roommate. Uh on that episode. I don't know how I remember some of these things. Like I can't remember half the things that I do. And then they just, all of a sudden it just pops in my head. It's like, it's like I have a memory bank that's like just really dusty. And when I need to brush it off to see what's there, I can't. I yeah, can. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, the, the interview I'm having with this guy, he has a, uh, a, uh, a roommate that he's talking about that had really some sketchy stuff. And uh, he, he gets to the point in the, in the conversation where he's telling me how like this thing manifests in the hallway and he's literally looking at this demon in the hallway and then the line goes dead. We lose him. And I'm like, what? And, and at this time I was recording my interviews live for my patrons. They were able to watch it happen live. That's the only thing I offered back then. And um, so I'm like, that's weird. And I call him back and he's like, I don't know what happened. Within the first like 10 seconds of us reconnecting, it sounded like get Tony. Oof. And then listening back, we're like, does it say get Tony, get Tori? We weren't sure. But when you have something saying Phil Anderson, it's like, no, there's no squinting your ears on. Did I hear that right? No, it's like Phil Anderson. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, creepy, dude. Wow. Creepy. Now I'm gonna tell you the creepiest thing that happened. This happened in the video that comes out tonight. Yet another thing that happened in this video. No, I'm sorry. Same place, the video before. So I didn't publicize this because I didn't want my family to get upset or, you know, I didn't want to open the can of worms. So unprovoked, and this is what, you, what you, you're looking at me like, oh my God, what are you going to say? Well, I'm saying like, I mean, are you publicizing it now? I'm not going to say what, can you have, you have the capability of bleeping things out? Making Jack's life harder, but sure. <laughs> so unprovoked in the spirit box, uh, as I'm walking out, I get the response it's literally chilled me to my core because I heard it real time. And it said, be careful. Really? And he's a relative of mine who passed away like eight years ago or so, give or take, which is weird. So 
at the moment, at the time, I was like, that's really weird. Now, I, I like I said, I have that under negative because it's like, it could be... Now, it just said, be careful. It didn't say like, you know, anything bad necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it was just like more of a warning than anything else. Now, I don't know if it's my relative or not, but in the video that comes out tonight, this is where this comes in, I went back and I asked. I was very careful how I asked this question because, you know. So I asked, is there someone out here that is pretending to be my relative? And then, now this is where it gets fuzzy because I can't quite make out the first word. It's either we're or we are or we're. We're possessed. What was the question? Is there someone out here pretending to be my relative? Wow. Hmm. And they said, we're possessed. Word bank response, recognize. Spirit box response, Phil, I'm cool with you. So then I asked, so I'm like, mm, I'm like, I don't like what I'm hearing. So I'm like, I ask again in the name of Jesus Christ, who said my relative's name and the device in my right hand? Answer, God. So I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of that. Wow. You know, like, I don't know. How fast do the answers come in for you? Um... They come pretty quick. I, when I use my spirit box, I use the spirit box on the fastest speed possible. So that way there's less radio stations and more. I find that if you're going to get responses, the ghosts, spirits, whatever they are, can manipulate it any, and use it in any which way possible. Because hmm. I've heard manipulation, a few different kinds of types of you know voices. I've heard voices that are really clear. I've heard voices that are manipulations of like music, you know, because it sounds like more like melodical, you know, when they talk or something, you know. Um, so I, I feel like if there's something out there, truly, they will use that spirit box and manipulate it to say things for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never used one. I don't know how exactly they work, but um, I imagine speeding it up at least gives you more. Um, Less likelihood of getting radio stations and that yeah, kind of stuff. And, yeah. And, and more opportunity yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. You know, for, yeah. for something to be utilized that's already coming through, right? Because that's how mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It, it uses the, I, I, in my opinion, it uses the, the radio, whatever the words are that are coming through, it, it can manipulate those words to say something completely different. Mm. It can use the music as well. I've heard it where it sounds like music, but it's a voice, yeah. you know, so they can manipulate it any which way they want. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's what's been happening is four or five months. Just every single time I go out, it's like that. Yeah. They're just pe- like saying my name constantly. Hear me, help me, fill up repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. If you walk away confused, I, I imagine there, that, that that's not really, it wouldn't be the mission of God to confuse you. No, I don't you know think what I'm so. Saying? No. And so like, if there's things that you're just like, I don't know. I would just err on the side of caution. I just oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I asked that question the way I asked it. Yeah. Instead of being like, "Are you here? <laughs> please, please speak to me. Yeah. I love you." You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. it's like, who are you really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, very out of the blue too. Like I said, I don't know about that, dude. Interesting. Yeah. So where would you like to go from here? Would uh, you like to talk about portals or puckwudgies? Oh, shoot. We haven't even, yeah. I mean, portals and puckwudgies, that's the t- top two things on my list. So yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> how long have we been going? We've probably going like 45 minutes and, yeah, we're, probably. and we're hitting my sweet spot right now. Let's go. Uh, you surprised me. How do you want to do it? I mean, puckwudgies or portals? Let's do puckwudgies. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start my puckwudgie story here in Tennessee. <laughs>
this holiday season, ensure you stay energized on busy days with nutritious and convenient meals. Factor, the leading ready-to-eat meal delivery service in America, is here to make your life easier. Indulge in chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered directly to your doorstep for a quick and wholesome breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Save time, eat well, and maintain your healthy lifestyle while managing all your holiday tasks. If holiday plans are overwhelming and cooking seems impossible, Factor has you covered. Say goodbye to extra trips to the grocery store, chopping, prepping, and cleaning. With Factor, you can still enjoy the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. Simply heat and savor. Enhance your convenience throughout the day with over 45 add-ons catering to various preferences. From delightful breakfast options like apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, to the potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet, they've got you covered. For a quick wellness boost, try our refreshing beverage options, including cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This November, make life simpler with Factor. Choose your meals and relish fresh, flavor-packed dishes delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash confessionals50 and use code confessionals50 to get 50% off. That's code confessionals50 at factormeals.com slash confessionals50 to get 50% off. Okay. So last time I was here, I went to Elkmont with Jason of AK Discussion. He's sitting over there. Yeah, he's in nice the and quiet, like a little church. There he is. He's great. <laughs> well, well behaved over there. Good job, Jason. Yeah. So we went out to Elkmont. I did not know the history of Elkmont. We he had we have very limited knowledge of Elkmont. We knew it was abandoned. We knew we could go there. It was allegedly haunted. We go there. Um, we do a daytime uh, explore, nighttime investigation. Daytime, we catch like nine EVPs. Hmm. Not even trying. Just random, weird. During the night, we catch a lot of activity too. But I'm going to focus on the day first. So daytime, we're walking around, me and Nicole, we're kind of separated at this point. Ty and Jason are kind of doing it on their own. They're walking in another cabin where me and Nicole are kind of by ourselves in another cabin. We're looking at this fireplace in the cabin. We're talking about it. And in this fireplace, they have like little two platforms on the side. They look like they you might've like taken the pot off the thing, put it on the side or something. And so me and Nicole are talking about, it. it's the only fireplace in the whole place that looks like this. So we're kind of like talking about it. And so we get the word bank response out of nowhere, fireplace. And so this kept on happening here where we were talking about something and then we get a word bank that was like just exactly what we we're talking about. And it's just kind of weird. Hmm. So it was so much so that I busted out the spirit box during the day. And mind you, it wasn't supposed to be a ghost hunt during the day. It was supposed to be an explore, but it was happening so often. We're like, maybe there's someone with us or something. Let's see if there's someone here. So I turn on the spirit box. Um, and I'm like, hey, there seems to be someone walking around with us, commenting on the things around us. Um, who are you? Without skipping a beat, Pukwudgie. Now, this is where it gets weird. Pukwudgies are not in Tennessee. No. They are not called Pukwudgies. There's little people in Tennessee, which, spoiler alert, I'm, I'm not even 100% sure if they're the same thing. I don't want to, let's get into it a little bit later, but they may not even be the same thing. So here I get a word bank response that says Pukwudgie in a place where Pukwudgies don't exist. So that, Begs the question. What's a puck wedgie? Did a Massachusetts puck wedgie follow me down there, number one? Or, number two, did a Cherokee little person know that I know puck wedgies and somehow read my mind and knew that I knew them as puck wedgies and said puck wedgie? Because if they said Cherokee little person or they said some other Native American name I didn't know, I wouldn't have known. I would have never known. You know what I mean? I would never know what their name was. So they said a name that they knew that I knew. It's possible. The Pukwudgie, maybe they traveled down, like I said, maybe they travel around or something. So 
I can't be honest with you. I think they can read minds. And I'm going to- Pukwudgies? I think they can okay. because I'm going to tell you a creepy, two creepy experiences at Elkmont that happened. So during the day, we're walking around. We're talking about the cabins. Nicole starts talking about our cats to Jason. Be like, oh yeah, these are our cats. Describing them, blah, blah, blah. Shows them the pictures. They're crazy. Catch an EVP. Right before Nicole says they're crazy, there's another voice that says, they're crazy. Right before. Um, like we're talking, I don't know, second and a half. Two seconds before. Really? Yep. So it's like, you're like, okay, well, maybe it's just happenstance. <clears throat> Fast forward to the night. This very iPad. So this iPad, right? Mm -hmm. You close it. It like, you know, it does a typical iPad. And if you push it, it all it lights up. So it's turned on. Nicole's pushing the button. It's not turning on. It's not, it's not the face isn't coming up to open it. And she's like, what's going on with this thing? And she gives it to me. She's like, hey, can you get, turn this on? And so I'm messing around with it. It's taking a little bit longer than usual. I get it. I finally get it working. I'm like, oh, there you go. Hand it back to her. Listen back to the audio. Catch an EVP. What do you think they said? There you go. Right before I said, there you go. Wow. And like the same exact tone, the same thing I said before I said it. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. So my, my, it's when I heard this and I'm going through the evidence, I'm start thinking, I'm like, Pukwudgie, they're reading my mind. And the, my mind went back to the Huckamuck Swamp. One of my first experiences, one of the first experiences I had there, I caught an EVP that said cold. And then right after it says cold, I say, oh, it's cold. Which at the time, I was just like, oh, maybe it's just happenstance. But after what helped, happened in Elkmont, I was like, wait a minute. I think they can read minds. Or something read my mind. Well, wow. that's, at least that's what it seemed to me. Because it's just too happenstantial. Like the two events. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if it, I don't know, dude. What do you make of that? Uh, I find it really interesting. I don't know where you go from there as far as like, does it change your mode of operation? You know, like if, if you feel, uh, I mean, it sounds like you you feel like that at least, you know, a little bit, believe it. But if you feel that this is something that, you know, is reading your mind, uh, does that change the way you operate out there? I mean, it's like, the mind is supposed to be the the sacred place that you know you can hide from hide from the world and you know like that's your spot if they're there in that spot what is it? like that's really interesting yeah and like, it's creepy and to put it even over the the creep factor even oh sorry even over that right catch an EVP in one of the cabins is about to walk out the EVP says I love your mind what yeah so you had the um what what did she say? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's showing a picture of a cat. Or Cats, right? yeah. And then yours was here. You go. Yeah, here you go. And then the, the third one was I, I love, love your mind. mind. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, all right, we're 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 working with some entities here. That's uh, yeah. I mean, that, that would make me scared. I'd, I'd be like, ah, uh, weird. I mean, has it has you has it made you adjust how you do anything or like how you like do you like adjust your mind at all before you go out now? Has it done anything there? You're just like ah, they're reading my mind. No, it it doesn't bother me that much. Um, me like crazy. Yeah, I, like I like just kind of put it out of my mind, you know, and just kind of like you know, and you know, because I'm I'm protected by Jesus and God and everything, so I'm not worried about that aspect of it. But it is weird though. It is weird. Yeah. It is weird. So, yeah. Anyway, do you want to... Uh, so, when I go back to Massachusetts, my main goal 
supposed to try to figure out who created puck wedgies. So do you want to know what I found out? Yeah, please. So I have, I, that, this is new to me. Like, yeah. Like I, I it's, that's something that I, I don't really think about a whole lot, like who created, right? So, I mean, the, the question could be uh, many things. So mm -hmm. I, I'm really interested about this whole, who created the puck wedgie? For sure. So I have two theories. Now I was leaning towards one theory before this other video, um, before this other video came out that's coming out tonight happened because I got a response that kind of almost changed my mind. So up until this point, I thought possibly one of two things. They were created by either magicians using some sort of alchemy, like the, we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. or they're created by angels as some sort of, for what, what reason? I don't know. But so either some sort of Nephilim-based thing, um, some sort of perversion of creation or... Maybe they had a specific job that they had. I don't know. Mm. So that was my thought. So Joel, good friend Joel, he had one on his podcast. He was talking about the alchemists and all that stuff. And as soon as he mentioned the humunculus, or I can't even say it. Homunculus. Homunculus. Yes. Thank you. Homunculus. 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 Yeah. It's like homunculus. Homunculus. <laughs> 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 Such yeah. a weird word. It is. So he was describing him and he's like, oh, they help with magic. They can disappear. They're little. And I'm like, this sounds kind of like a little bit like puck wedgies. So, so I was like, all right. So I got to go to the Huckamuck Swamp. I got to figure out these questions. So who created puck wedgies? These are the responses I got. Spirit box responses. First spirit box response. Quiet. Don't. People. Careful. Word bank response. Temple. Which is weird. Like I said, very, like, it's kind of pointing one way. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, maybe the people are some sort of temple or some sort of something, you know? Uh, a little bit further on, another time at the Huckamuck, who created puck wedgies. You're humanist, right? Another voice, right? Of men, magicians, not God. Now, um, and then also, I've also got things like, uh, I'm a minion a couple times. Really? More than a couple times, a few times. And so, which is kind of weird, like a minion of what? You know, a minion of a demon or a minion of something. I don't know what they mean by that, but they say minion quite a bit. Hmm. Um, which leads me to like, maybe they are an angel creation or, you know, you know or something like that. So when I was- When you say they, who do you mean? We, we just talked about several oh, entities. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about Puck Wedgies. Okay. Created by like angels or something. Um, so that, the, I was leaning towards like the- you know, because the evidence was all pointing to you like mean fallen men. angels. Yeah, yeah, fallen angels. That's gotcha. what I meant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fallen angels, demons, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking. So I, I, up until this last video, I was leaning towards it was probably like people that created them in some sort of alchemist way or something like. Because every, every all the responses were like leaning towards that. Yeah. So I go to the Huckamuck. I ask you. You, so the, the initial questions that you just talked about, mm -hmm. where was that at? It wasn't the Huckamuck? They're all Huckamuck, which is oh, different okay. times. Gotcha. You know, okay. like this is like over like, you know, one video, another video, like over a couple months time period. Gotcha. So this last time was just this video that comes out tonight. Okay. So I asked specifically, Puckwudgies, were you created by magicians? Because we're getting so many magicians of men, like witches, you know, that kind of like talk, witches and warlocks is another one I got somewhere else. Mm. When asked who created Puck Wedgie. So it's like all leading towards like, oh, probably people. Sorcery. Right, yeah. right. And so all of a sudden in the Huckamuck, I asked Puck Wedgies, who created you? We created by magicians. And they said, an angel. And so I was like, that's kind of weird. So then I asked, what was the name of the angel that created you? And this is where it gets weird. This is why I'm leaning more towards a fallen angel that created them. Woman, 
He's the owner. Man, right? Hold that leash. Ben, go. Run that through again. Sure. There was a lot going on there. So what, what was the name of the angel that, was create, that created you? A woman. First response. He's the owner. He's the owner. Meaning, I would assume the meaning an angel is an owner of them or, or so whatever. That's what I took it as. Okay. And then a man comes in and he agrees with her. He's like, right, hold the leash. Meaning like, they, that would, I take that as like, I, we control them. There, there are. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah very That's, interesting. So, so like maybe the reference to minions was pugwudgies, right? Or minions. Yes, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. And they're like beholden to these fallen angels, or they work for them, or they do things for them. I don't know to what. Like I said, to what degree, what they do, whatever they tell them to do. Yeah, if they're on a leash. Yep. Right. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. that's Creepy. very interesting. My mind is going a million different directions right now. Yeah, gonna just. Keep it inside me right now. <laughs> so amongst all of these like questions I've been asking, like who created Pukwudgies, I kept on getting these responses that were saying things like, feed me, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, like help me, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, over and over and over. So I'm like, what is going on? So I asked um, the Pukwudgies who created, um, like, yeah, okay, sorry. That. So then another one of these responses I got, Besides, I'm hungry, I'm food. Is like, then I started getting like specific foods, like chips. And I'm like, chip, like, why would, like, that's gotta be a ghost. So then I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me do an experiment. They're asking for food. Every time they ask me if they need help, they say food. Let me bring food and water and see what happens. So I did. So, and I, and in the moment, nothing really like happened during that time that I would be like, oh, that's, you know, that's weird. So, Fast forward to the night investigation. This is a week before Halloween. I went out with Kevin, who was on your show, The Mushroom People. Oh, a yeah. Membership episode. Subscribe now. Yeah. <laughs> um, great guy. Just so, dropped that like two weeks ago. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Very recently. Yeah. So I went out with him literally a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we went out to the Huckamuck. And I want to talk about the Huckamuck again with him because we have some portal stuff to talk about mm-hmm. after this. But so we're out there. All of a sudden on the SLS camera, I bring out the SLS camera on my iPad, we start getting um, all these hits. And some are like the two foot tall size, which is like a puck wedgie size. And they're like all, they're like two tot, they're in like the trees and stuff. And so we're seeing these like bigger ones. And then all of a sudden I'm seeing these other little, little entities. We're talking, oh man, 10 inches. Really? Small. And I'm seeing both of these entities. So, you know, obviously this is great evidence. We're like, oh my God, this is the exact size of Pukwudgies are. There's these other entities that are smaller. So when I, when I saw the Pukwudgie size and then I saw the smaller ones, when I got home, I'm like editing the video and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, it's like something doesn't add up. You know, like why are there smaller ones? Like what are these things? Mm. You know what I mean? Like Pukwudgies is said to be two foot tall. These things are like much, much smaller than that. So like, what, I'm, I was like, I have to be missing something. I have to be missing something. So... I did some more research. I bought uh, a book. It's called The Spirit of New England Tribes in Indian History and Folklore, 1620 to 1984. And this is an ex- excerpt from that book. Um, this is describing little people. Um, and their name is Muka, I'm mean, going to really hard to say, Muka E. Wiesug. Muka wow. E. Wiesug, right? That sounds right to me. Yeah. 
Dude, it's very, <laughs> this is why no one to no one mentions them. So there, this is according to the Mohican tribe, which is right in uh, Connecticut area, which is right near my area. So they're described as l- literally little people, not Pukwudgies, different little people, like little teeny humans or humanoid type. They were not unfriendly to humans. They lived far back and deep in the woods. And the Native Americans said that they passed away or died out or possibly died out before the white man arrived. Hmm. That's what the legend says. Um, now, this is where they get a little bit similar to Pukwudgies. If you would, if you would see a little, little person and you would stare at them, they would point right back at you and then they would disappear in front of your eyes. So it's kind of, like I said, similarities to Pukwudgies, but not the same. Pukwudgies are two foot tall, completely covered in hair. They can disappear, reappear, all that kind of stuff. But it seems like they're two different things. Now, now this part of the book is where I got chills up my spine. Quote, both Mashpee and Mohican considered these little people patrons who would fulfill wishes if properly remembered with baskets of food and drink left in the woods. Wow. And, you, and they were asking for chips. Yes. And, wow. Yes. And they were asking for food and I gave them food. So, bro, I got wishes come in. What? <laughs> you found yourself a genie in a bottle. Yeah, dude. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like... I didn't, dude, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that there was these other entities that, and they're asking for food. I can see your responses going, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I got wishes coming. First up, I want to be rich. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Have you left the food out there? I did. Okay. I left it, just not a lot, just a few nuts. And then, you know, not a lot though. But yeah, isn't that weird? That is And weird. I didn't know the food part until I read that. Mm. So here we are getting all this evidence like, feed me, we want food, we're hungry, blah, blah, all this stuff about food. So uh, it, when it comes to leaving food out there, I mean, that kind of goes in line with the whole gifting thing that people, like Bigfooters do and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts or methodologies, maybe you're not even that far into it, of how are you going to protect this gifting of, you know, chips or whatever it is from natural things that would, you know, want it. Uh, I mean, it, it, there's really, it's kind of hard to kind of make sure it's protected always, you know? Yeah. Um, have you had any thoughts on that at all? Not yet. Um, I literally just learned about the food part with these little, little people literally like two, like a week and a half ago. Mm. I didn't even know until I bought the book. Cause I was like, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's gotta be something I'm missing. This doesn't make sense. There's got to be something else here because I've gotten little people or we're little on the spirit box a lot. Like we're little, we're little, we're little. And I always just assume they meant Pakwaji, hmm. but maybe they're not. Maybe they're two entirely different things. Wow. And that's what I was thinking. I think they're two entirely different things. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. You just made a new discovery. Yes, I think I did. And it's, it goes and go back to Elmont. Like we caught little, like little Pakwaji size things and the SLS in the wall. And then we caught these little guys on the on the REM pod. And we were like, oh, maybe it's just the REM pod. We caught the same thing in the Hockamuck Swamp. You know, like the, the Pukwudgie size and then the little guys. They're like literally little. And then the one of the little ones goes on the REM pod. The REM pod starts making noise and doing stuff. And, you know, yeah, dude. I was like, you wow. It blew my mind. I was like, wow. That is wild. Yeah, dude. That is like, wild. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't, I, I never met anyone that's ever said that word. The I can't even remember it now. Whatever they are. Yeah. The M word there. But yeah, I was like the little people. I'm just going to call them little people. 
But yeah, I think they're two different things. I think puck wedges and little people are two different things. It makes you wonder why they're popping up together. Yes. Like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the little people, the, the minions, and the puck wedges are the, I don't know. Or maybe they're two entirely different things, just there together. Hmm. You know? I don't know. That I'm, I'll, I'll ask. You know what I mean? I'll try to find out more now that I, you know, I haven't even been out there since I found this out. You know, so I, I'm, I'm excited to get back out there and ask like little people type questions and see. I'm sure I'm going to get responses. I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You really, you're really pioneering, uh, the, the research or what I don't, I don't know if you call it research. I, I don't even know if you, if, if it's considered research, but you're pioneering this whole puck wedgie, um, investigation in the Huckamuck and in the New England area. Uh, is there anybody else doing what you're doing? On, on the scale that you're doing, I mean, no. dude, like you, you didn't, you just started this like what a year and a half ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've really made a lot of headway since you started doing this stuff. Yeah, hell yeah, thank you, man. I tried, like, when I went back, I was like, because I, I felt like myself getting in a rut with just asking the same questions. I was like, I gotta try to find something out or ask different questions or like try to figure something out and not just be like, oh, just be happy I caught an EVP. It's like, no, why is there an EVP? What you know what I mean? Like, try to figure out what's going on besides. Just the basic level of like, oh, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my, what was my goal with trying to do the puck wedgie, trying to ask who created them and all that kind of stuff, was try to, you know, learn something or figure out something and maybe something we didn't know before. And this is definitely one of those things mm -hmm. for yeah. sure. And this is, this is just wild stuff. I mean, the connections that you're making is pretty insane. So congrats. Thanks, man. <laughs> so without any further ado, let's talk about the portal door and the Huckam Books one. Okay. Well, let me, let me say, <laughs> you know, you want to, if you want to, no, I mean, uh, comment on, no, I'll, I'll comment on the, the portal thing because I think you mentioned that this is, it, it kind of involves Kevin or something. Yeah. But let, let me just kind of give people an idea of who Kevin is from my memory of talking with him on my show. Uh, you mentioned the episode, um, I don't remember what episode number it was, like 590 something. Uh, and I called it the mushroom people. Uh, sometimes I'm doing an interview and the, the title of the episode comes to me right there. That was one of those times I remember writing down the mushroom people. That's the title. And, and, uh, um, his story essentially is, uh, when he is, I believe a kid, him and his sister were walking somewhere say the woods or around nature. And, uh, he basically seemed to have walked into a portal situation. And, uh, when he walked in, uh, he saw these little mushroom people and uh, and I don't remember exactly the interactions they they had completely, but I remember him saying that uh, one was on his shoulder, knocked his glasses off and said, you don't need these anymore. And uh, when he came back through whatever this was, whether he just didn't move at all and he just was back or if he took a step back, I don't, I don't remember. Um, but his sister was there and she didn't see any of the stuff that he said that he saw but his glasses were on the ground. And ever since then, he's never had to wear glasses again. And so like, what is that? Yeah. You know, like that's weird. That's yeah. really weird. And, and it's a mix of this other realm and this realm. And there was somebody else there to witness it in the sense that she, like, she's like, you didn't go anywhere, didn't see what you saw, but his glasses are on the ground and he has a, a, a lifelong um, symptom of that interaction he had, which is his his eyes no longer need glasses. It's just very interesting. Yeah, well, especially when you add like the physical, like re representation of that with the glasses part, where it's like this dude needed glasses. So, like you know, the very fact he doesn't need glasses after proves that something happened. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was a vision or whatever it was, or he went through a portal door, or whatever something happened to him in that day that 
obviously yeah. changed his life forever. So we talk about on the show like markers and people get marked in life or um, people have more tendencies to have paranormal experiences or some people might for so for whatever reason have a lot of interactions with a specific entity and I, when i say entity i mean anything from demonic things angelic things bigfoot dogman all that like there are people who have tendencies to to have these experiences uh and i don't think everybody that has these quote unquote tendencies are crazy or making it up i mean some people might be exaggerating but i don't think everybody is and and i don't know what it is but it seems like people have some people have this marker on their life uh, and the reason why I brought the whole Kevin thing is because of that experience he had as a kid. And now you're going into more portal stuff that I wanted to make sure I filled the audience in as to who For Kevin sure. is, you know, because it's not his first go around with portals. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So this is, so I'm going to pick up. So last time I was here, um, I talked about the experience with the glass moving, all these weird noises in the Huckamuck. So I'm, mm -hmm. when I got home, the first thing I did was go right back out to the Huckamuck because I wanted to see if I could experience those noises again, all that kind of stuff. So I did. So the video is called Entity Come See. Well, we'll that's a little bit of a teaser of what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> um, so just to give you a rundown, I'm walking in, heard multiple voices walking in. Um, this is not that uncommon in Huckamuck. I do hear voices in the moment and then catch them after too. So I do hear a lot of noises, voices in the moment there. But heard a couple of voices walking in. That's not out of the realm of possibility. I get to that power station where I've talked about many times where I've gotten the glass moving, all that stuff, the time slips over here. So I'm walking up to that power station right as I'm about to get to it. Word bank response, climb. And I'm like, you want me to climb this? I'm like, I'm not climbing this. Get out of here. So that's kind of like the, it kind of sets me up into like the, it gets weird real quick. So in, in front of me, like I said, I hear another voice. And this is, I just mentioned all this stuff just to give you an idea of like the situation of what's happening before all this other stuff happens. Mm -hmm. I hear a voice in front of me, which I'm like, I thought I heard something. And so later on, I listen back Two women. They ask a question. How old is he? That's it. Very random. I'm sure they're talking about me. I don't know. Very weird. So I get out in the spirit box and I'm like, who's out there? And I get help twice. So I'm like, okay. And then I catch an EVP help. Like I said, going back to the help stuff, this is all that. So then all of a sudden I get a knock on a tree in the distance. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Then all of a sudden a knock behind me. Right. And so I go walk back the other way. And so I'm like, all right, let me take a, I got to go to the bathroom. So I take a quick break. And so ever since the wolf sighting, I keep everything on recording all the time. So when I take bathroom breaks, I just put the, the phone down and like have a recording. Mm -hmm. So I'm on a bathroom break all of a sudden, beep, boop, beep, boop. Bang, I hear that noise again. The so beeping I'm, noise? Yup. And so I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, oh, it's happening again. It's happening again. This is during the day by myself. So I get back there. I'm like, hello, hello, who's out there? I was like, can you please make a, a noise for me? Word bank response, come. Can you knock on a tree for me? Tree knock. Word bank response, entity. Me, I know where you are. Where are you? Word bank, come see. And then all of a sudden, uh, a little bit later on, um, nothing else happens in that area after that. The noises go away. They kind of fade away. Don't come back. So I kind of move on down the pathway. Continue on. Um, so I ask, is there a paranormal portal here? And they said, spirit box response, it's ancient. Which I think is interesting. Fast forward. Um, a few months ago, the video was called Puckwudgies and the Portals of the Huckamuck Swamp. 
And this is where the this is where you come in because your documentary was happening. So I was like, answer this question for Tony. Are there any dog men in the Huckamuck Swamp? Spirits box responses. Yes. Dog. Devil. Evil. Barrier. What dog? What dog? Mm-hmm. Barrier? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Dog. Devil. Evil. Barrier. What dog? And that all came from that question? Yeah. It's all the same response. Wow. Yeah. You know, like, and you know. And what made you ask that? Because of? Because the documentary was coming out. So I was like, you know, and wow. there hadn't been a lot of claims of dogmen in the Huckamuck Swap. So I was just curious anyway, just to ask that question. I've never asked yeah. that question before. I mean, considering the fact you had that wolf sighting. That's exactly. I mean, right. like wolves aren't up there. No, the wolves aren't supposed <laughs> so, to be up there. I mean, like, I can't. They're, 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 there's sheer amount. So people say they see Bigfoot, right? And most time they see Bigfoot, it's on two feet. There's a lot of people who see dog man on two feet and four feet. So when you saw that wolf, like in my head, wolves aren't native. So this is something different. And it might just look like a wolf, but you just didn't see it on its hind yeah. legs walking either. Um, that's really interesting. Isn't that weird? Wow. Super, super interesting. So, then, so go ahead. So it, what was the question that it said ancient to? Ancient. Um, I asked, uh, is there a portal allowing things to come through? And it said, "I'm sorry, I'm 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 backtracking. Um, um, is there a portal? Do- yeah, is there a portal allowing these things to come through? That's what it was." And it said, "Yes or what?" Yeah. Yep. And it said, "Ancient." Ancient. It's ancient. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh man. Which That's, begs the question: It's like it's like has it been there the whole time? Remind me, remind me the uh, the history of the area with the natives, the Huckamuckswap. Yeah, like the, like they they settled in there a lot, right? Yeah. So that the word literally Huckamuck means place where spirits dwell. That's right. So it's always been at least a haunted area for mm-hmm. sure. It was a spiritual area. Sometimes they'd, they'd uh, bury their dead there and that kind of stuff. I think they might've had ceremonial things happen there, mm. but it was generally a place they would use to escape, like escape enemies, especially the swamp. Cause it was an area they knew really well. And so they could, they could literally go into a swamp, have English people chasing after them. And then, you know, they'd be gone. Yeah. You know, nature English, kills them. Yep. And the English people would be, you know, in swamp and be like, I don't know what we're doing in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> Go back to Boston. <laughs> I'm hearing metal noises. We need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? I, right? Imagine this. That's Ima- what I'm saying. No. The pilgrims. Do you think the pilgrims heard these noises yeah, too? Yeah. Like, imagine, like, yo. They called it the devil swamp. That's what they called it? Yep. Wow. Which begs a question. <laughs> I bet. It, I bet. It, I bet. You, you got to, fo- like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your life, but I'm telling you what you got to do. Like, you got to really focus in on the history and start getting some, it's like something that's going to be literature from back then. Start researching, bro. Like, imagine if you're reading something, somebody's account of that, what was it called? Devil's- Devil Swamp. The Devil's Swamp. And all of a sudden, it's like, I was camping in the Devil's Swamp and- I heard this metal sound. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, right. like something like, right. dude, there's gotta be, that, gotta that would be. just, that would like tie it, it in a full circle of time. And it's just like, what's been happening back then is still happening now. Right. Nothing is new. We're just rediscovering yeah, it. Right. Right. It's just, we're there to hear it. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So I asked the question again, is there a portal that are allowing these things to come through? Spirit box responses, forces, power stronger this is where it gets weird we're a trap for aliens 
What was the question? Uh, is there a portal allowing things to come through? And it says, we're a trap for aliens? Yeah. When, when you hear that, mm -hmm. we're, we're a trap for aliens, do you hear it in a full sentence or is it chopped up in words? No, I heard that in a, like, we're a trap. For, yeah, yeah. I heard, um, yeah, I heard that in a row. Wow. Yeah. We're a trap for I, aliens. That's, it's, it perplexed me. I was like, what? What? I got, you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm trying to like, trying to like wrap my mind like what that would mean. Yeah. And to the question of, yeah, a portal. A portal. We're a trap for aliens. Strange, right? I don't. I couldn't make heads or tails of that. I don't know what that means. I feel like there's something right there that we're just, we're not, just not grabbing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's got to be something we're missing. I don't know what that is. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I hate the fact I say that's interesting all the time. Do, by the way, <laughs> it drives me nuts. I was I just telling Jason I say it all the time. I know. So I, feel it, it, I feel like it's contagious. You say it, then I say it. <laughs> I do. I do it all the time. I say it all the time. <laughs> I used to notice it more when I was editing the audio. Now that Jack doesn't do it, I I, yeah. I don't notice it, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure I say it all the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. It's a, it's just a crutch. I need to find a different word than interesting. I right. do it all the time too. Don't feel bad. So if there's dead air now, just know that I'm thinking that's yeah, interesting. You're, you're trying to think of a different word to say. <laughs> that's intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's great <laughs> all right back to paranormal conversation right. so then so then i asked do you want tony to come here and investigate so this is what they said word bank response c spirit box response come and see shortly after that evp oh oh mm. like oh you're yeah. bringing up the paranormal yeah. podcast oh. guy. yeah 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 so I, I wanted to say it just to yeah. see what they said. Just be like, what is this? What are they going to say? Are they going to say, you know, would they say anything? Wouldn't it be funny if they said, the podcaster? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> funny you weird. say that. When Kevin was with me in the Huckamuck, it said, it said podcast. Really? In, in the, whatchamacallit, in the spirit box. To what question? Um, I, th I don't remember now. It might have been like, do you like Kevin? I think I was talking about Kevin. Because mm. um, Kevin is part um, Penobscot Native American, mm. which is north of where the Wampanoags are. Which is, I, mean, I didn't even write that down, but we had some interesting responses just from him being a um, different tribe. I was like, do you, would you mind if he, that he's here? He's from the Penobscot tribe. What do you think about that? And they're like, um, there was kind of mixed results. Some of them were like, oh, no big deal. Like, oh, yes, no, we don't care. Then we got a response that was like, we buried your queen. Oof. And I'm like, damn, that's I got to do some research on to find out if that's true. Or if like, I don't know if what they meant by it. I don't yeah. know if like it was a positive thing. Like, oh, we helped bury your queen. Or like, no, we killed your queen. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. So, wow. Yeah. But that's just a sidebar. I just thought of that yeah. quickly. But back to the portal door. So this is where we fast forward to a week before Halloween. This is where things get really, really weird. Really, really weird. This is where, okay. So we're getting ready. Have the phone down. Have it on. Me and Kevin, I'm setting up the REM pod. We're at the power station, the famous power station that I'm always at. We're there setting up. All of a sudden, we hear a metal noise. And, you know, Kevin's like, I, I effing heard that. And I'm like, yeah, I heard that too. And so then it happens again. And so as we're like kind of like talking about it, Kevin's like, it sounded like a metal gate. He was a little bit closer to me. So he heard it a little bit better than I did. So that's what he described the noise as. So we get that noise. So then obviously spirit box session. We get Philip. Philip, get out of the way. Get get out of the way twice. Like, get out of the way. Like, we're in the way of something. And so, um, obviously, if someone says I'm in the way, what's my next question? What am I in the way of? Spirit box response. He's over here. Demon. 
So I was like, did you hear that? And of course, thank God, Kevin didn't hear the demon response in real time because he would have been freaked out. But he's no, I, I missed it. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to tell you what I heard, but let's just continue on. So we get that, right? And this is, it gets even weirder after this. This is where the portal door comes in, literally door. So on the spirit box right after this, I'm not sure what question I asked. It doesn't matter. I had it on and all of a sudden I hear the knock on the door. Like, like that's the, out in the Huckamuck Swamp. That's the noise. It's a knock on the door, right? And so I'm like, did you just knock on a door? Spirit box response, mystical. Your prayer really changed. And then it kind of cuts off. Like I said, bringing the, bringing the prayer back in. I'm like, what? Are they mocking me? I'm not sure. And then the next response is chilling. The door opened up. Now, that response is chilling. What happened after that response is where things get really, really weird. So I get the door opened up and literally behind me, I'm not kidding. It sounds like, to me, it sounded like a person walking a dog on a leash behind me, like walking up on me. That's what it sounded like. So I whip around, I turn around, I'm like looking around, I'm like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? He's like, yeah, it sounded like shuffling or movement. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, it sounded like a dog on a leash. That's what it sounded like. So I was like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a wild sequence of events. Yeah. Yep. Especially considering I've been talking about portal doors and all that kind of stuff. And then to get like the knock, the knock alone would have been creepy, but then the response, the door opened up and then something behind me is like rushing towards me or moving or I hear, I hear something moving. Like, you know, nothing there. Obviously I turn around, there's no one there. When you heard the, the knock, did you catch that on audio? Oh Yeah. Yeah, it's, it came through the spirit box. How much? How, how many knocks was it? Oh, man. I think it was two. Was it two? I thought so. Wow. I thought it was two. Um, Interesting. <laughs> very intriguing. Um, so what's weird about that on Halloween, I'll fast forward a little bit just because it's a, it's a quick little side nugget. I was in the, the part of the huckamuck with the wash saw the wolf. Um, unprovo- I, th- I don't remember if I was talking about the... Um, yeah, it was. So it, I got the word bank response doorway. And so which prompted me to ask this question. So I was like, is there a doorway on this side of the swamp? Because I was in a different area of the swamp. Um, spirit box. I visited. Thank you. Knocking on the door, Philip. Yeah, that was after the knocking that you heard? Mm-hmm. And what's weird about that, in that side of the swamp, I also heard knocking like on a door there. It didn't sound the same. A different wood sound, a different knock sound. But it was a knocking on like a door kind of a sound too as well. Wow. Yeah. If anybody heard that knock, that was my chair cracking. Just yeah. so, because that was like timely. And all people were like, they're going to be emailing saying, at timestamp so-and-so, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there was no knock here. Um, wow. So I, it, it really seems to me like your repetition there has uh, ingrained you into part of the story of the Huckamuck. You know, like yeah. you're not just a visitor. It seems like whatever's going on there, whether it's good or bad, maybe both, um, it knows you. 100%. I mean, it's not just experiential where, oh, I heard a metal sound or, you know, I saw this and, you know, I felt that. It's, they're, they're, they're interacting with you by name a lot. A lot. 
that's that would make me concerned. I'd be very nervous about that. I'd be like, I don't know if I like the fact that everybody knows my name so much. Yeah, well, that and I just I've seen a lot of ghost stuff to be like, I know this doesn't happen that often, so I think it's very strange that it's happening at all. Or that the, the frequency, I think, is the strangest thing. It's like, yeah, you can get your name in a spirit box or whatever once in a while or whatever. Like, yeah. But to get it at the frequency that I get, I get it like 10 to 11, 12 plus times a video. Every mm-hmm. single time I go out, I get my name said. For sure. Wow. 100%. Like I said, I don't know to what end that is. Like I said, it doesn't seem to be all negative. Like I said, a lot of them just say, help me, hear me. You know? Do you, um, do you how often percentage-wise do you visit the Huckamuck? I try to go at least once a month. Yeah. At least once a month. And if like if I go and I have a lot of things happen or something, sometimes I'll go back sooner than that. Yeah. Um, just because I'm like, it's all it's always a great place to go. Cause no matter every time I go, I catch a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things. Do in. you feel like the the amount of things that you're catching is vamping up compared to what it started out as? Yes. Do you think it's because of familiarity? I think it's part that, and it just, it's hard to tell because I feel like in general things have been like that. I feel like a lot of people have been saying that in the paranormal community, that things have been on the uptick. Now for me, they've been on the uptick, but like you said, that just could be because they're more familiar with me. I've been doing this over a year now, so I'm going back to places I've already been before. I don't know, but it's definitely ramping up though, for sure. Like, I don't know what the reason is necessarily, you know, like I said, part of it I think is because I just go there a lot, but there seems to be something else too, though. I don't so know what. I feel like we are, uh, as a human race, gearing up to, I mean, kind of like, I kind of hope this is true, what I'm about to say. I kind of hope it happens in my lifetime. Uh, but I, I feel like we're going to start, as a human species, start experiencing these things in a very real way. Um, I think, I'm, and I'm hoping that it's in my lifetime, that it's not going to be a question that, do these things exist? And maybe it's now, how do they exist? You know? Um, and I've been noticing an uptick in a lot of activity, a lot. And I'm, it's not like I've been doing this for decades, but for the last seven years of the, the tribal story collector, you know, like I'm the search engine for all this crap. I've heard a lot of different things and it just seems like things are starting to tick in the upward position a lot. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that that really kind of, um, I don't know, for me, I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> let's see what this turns out to be and looks like, you know. Um, I just hope it doesn't knock on my door. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's knocking. Yeah. It's trying to come through. <laughs> <laughs> we had, a, some, we had a, a weird experience, speaking of knocking, at my house. Uh, it was weird. I don't know if I've told this on the show yet. Uh, so if I have... Forgive me, people. Um, but I I was sitting in my living room with my son, and my wife was putting my daughter to bed. So it was about 8, 8.30 at night. And I was sitting in the living room, and there's windows next to me. We're watching, I don't know, uh, Paw Patrol, Number Blocks, something like that, a kid's show. And all of a sudden, I hear this, like, it sounded like somebody took their palm of their hand and just went bang, bang, bang on my window. But it was like, it was very loud. Like Ben heard it, I heard it. But it didn't sound like it was on the window right next to me. It sounded like it was, it, it's hard to describe because it was like, it sounded like, if, I, if you had to say, what was that sound? I would say it sounded like somebody was hitting a window. But it sounded like it was not next to me, it was somewhere else. But the volume sounded like it should have been right next to me. Hmm. 
And so I get up, you know, and, you know, I, I do the, the husbandly daddy thing, protect the family, um, get my ARs out. Uh, after I went into my daughter's room and I said to my wife, I said, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, I heard it. It sounded like it was, it was right here. And I was like, yeah, same. So I, uh, I do, I get my ARs out and my, 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 I get my AR and I, I, uh, I go outside and I start walking my house and then I walk all the way, like, like where my chickens are, or everybody says my chickens are too far from my house. Uh, I disagree because the rooster's just the perfect volume. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, I go all the way down in the back where the chickens are, and it's dark down there. Um, and I'm just kind of seeing what I can find. Like, I don't know if there's something banging. I don't know. So I walk my whole property. I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. I don't smell anything. And I'm walking around the corner of my house again to make another lap around the back. And my neighbor next door comes out on his deck and he goes, Hey, and I was like, Hey neighbor. And he, he goes, um, are you, are you shooting back here? And I and he wouldn't care. I mean, yeah. even if he cared, it doesn't matter. It's my right. It's my right. Uh, that's Steve from YouTube from way back in the day. If anybody <laughs> remembers that guy, um, I know my rights. <laughs> uh, but, um, he, he said that, you know, he, he doesn't ha hear real good, but he said that his wife and his kids, said that they heard banging and that it sounded like it came from my house. That is weird. Very weird. That is weird. And so like, I, I'm like, good to know. I heard the same thing. That's why I'm out here. <laughs> but it, like, I, I don't know what it was. I have no idea what it was. Yeah, that's strange. So. I don't know what to make of that, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I just hope but, it was, if it's a bang, I hope it was on the outside of your house, not the inside. Yeah, it, it sounded like something was like, banging on, on the, the house yeah, like, like it sounded a hollow like a window that's why i say window yeah it, it sounded hollow um and you know dude, and it was loud enough for that guy to hear it was hard of hearing in the next yeah, door that's got to be really loud what catches me it is that what i experienced i wouldn't expect him to hear it him to hear it that's weird yeah that's weird that yeah. brings like a supernatural element you might have heard like a maybe it was a something from the past or something i don't or, know you know, like an echo from the past or something. If it was I that mean, this, loud, like the Civil War battles happened yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Here. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, could be like a old um, cannon fire or <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know how I got on that. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the audience isn't. They're like, come yeah. on, we'll get back to Huckabuck. <laughs> he took us from uh, Tennessee to Massachusetts, back to Tennessee, and yeah, we'll yeah. go back to Massachusetts. <laughs> um, so just a little bit more on this. So like a little bit later down, a few pulls down, this is where the same exact spot where we saw the puck wedges on the SLS and all that stuff. So right before we see the puck, we bust out the SLS and do that part. We're still asking spirit box session, uh, spirit box questions and stuff like that. So, for the first time ever in the Huckamuck, I got REM pod hits that this night. And so, what's what really interesting about that is we get the word bank response dog, and then followed by dog, it's the REM parts, the REM pod starts going off, like you know, mm. the, for the you know for the first time, whatever, which is kind of weird. And then so, which begs me to, to ask the question: Are there any dog men in these woods? And without skipping a beat, spirit box response, Bigfoot. Wow. The first time I ever got Bigfoot in the spirit box response. Wow. Yeah. Which is interesting. I wasn't even asking about Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, but it said Bigfoot. And then I asked, where is Bigfoot? And then it said, you know where, miles away. And I'm like, I don't know where. What do you mean I know where? Like, why would you say that to me? Like, I don't know. Why would I know? You know? Isn't that weird? That is weird. It's like, do I know? 
<laughs> do I know and they just don't? I don't know. I'm I like, mean, may, I mean, I don't know. I, I maybe you do know. You just don't know. You know, right? You know, yeah. And if they could read minds, how big is the Huckamuck? I believe very big. Most of it's unac- unaccessible uh, via pathways and stuff. Like most of it's like swamp, like swamp, swamp, swamp. So I forget how many square miles is it, it is, but it's the largest swamp in Massachusetts to give you an idea of like how big it is. So I mean, could, it's, it's like five or six towns. Could it be something large. where like miles away in the Huckamuck? Yes. You know where? Yes. Here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. 100% for sure. I didn't even think about that. Go correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, definitely. So, which is very, I mean, I have got tree knocks before. So I know that's a Bigfoot, you know, yeah. Sasquatch type thing. You know, it's definitely interesting. You know, I don't know what to make of it. It is interesting. So you've never, maybe you have, I, I can't remember now. Uh, have you ever had a direct, a direct response to the idea of Dogman? Like confirming, like you just had, you just said, is there Dogman here? And it said Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. So like, to me, that seems like, you know, if you're interpreting this stuff, it's, Saying Bigfoot's here. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, have you ever had that like, kind of confirmation for Dogman yet? Um, I, they've, had, they've said yes to the question, you mm-hmm. know? And the previously, they have said that before. Okay. Like, yes, immediately. But then they also said, what dog? So it's like, are you messing with me? Are you, are they really here? Or are you just, or maybe one person doesn't know, you know? Maybe they're like, what are you talking about? Mm. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I, nothing out of the realm of possibility in the Huckamuck Swamp, whether that's Bigfoot, wow. cryptids, Puckwudgies, these other new little people creatures that have just been discovered. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're, what's the goal here for you? I mean, as you go through these investigations and stuff, I mean, are you just literally riding the wave in the moment to see what happens? Are you on a mission to, uh, I don't know, discover the truth behind the matter, you know? I, I mean, that ultimately, I would love to find out the truth. That's why I'm asking these questions, to find out the truth, to find out what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, because clearly there's something going on. We have evidence of something going on, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's the EVPs, door knocks, weird metal noises where there's not supposed to be metal noises and, you know, f- flutes playing in the background. I didn't even mention that. I didn't even have time to mention the flutes. I got, f- I got flutes too, by the way. Really? I caught flutes out there, yeah. What happened there? So I was out in the Huckamuck, um, a very similar area where the power station was. Um, I yet again, put my phone down to go to the bathroom. Um, at the time, didn't hear anything. Listen back. It sounds like uh, Native American flutes. Now, what's weird about the Native American flutes is that's some people attribute that to Pukwudgies and little people as well. Like these like kind of flute, they like to play music and dance around and that kind of thing. So, which made me wonder, it's like, okay, is this a Native American flute that's just kind of from the past, you know? Or is this some sort of little person, Pukwudgie, sitting around playing their little flute while I'm, you know, asking questions in the Huckamuck, mm. you know? And was that through uh, a device or was that through your ear? Just audio. Uh, um, caught later. I didn't hear it at the time. Gotcha. Caught later. So a lot of I mean, this stuff is caught. Caught later. later. I mean, I do, in the Huckamuck, I hear things real time too. Yeah, you know, like there's a couple of voices I hear. I'm like, I hear something there. I'm glad I mentioned this. I just popped in my mind. So one time I was out there, heard a noise. This is what's weird. So in the moment, it sounded like whoop whoop, like that, like the Bigfoot kind of noise. And the on the recording, it doesn't sound like that. So it's like, what's going on there? Did I mishear what I heard? Did I really hear what I heard? But it, it's like I said, there's something not matching up there. Like what's like, I know what I heard. So it's like, but it, what I catch is like a diff, totally different noise. There's a noise there, mm. but it's a different noise than I heard. That's interesting. So, I, I, um, 
the uh, th- there's been people that make those kind of claims, but also with video. So they mm-hmm. actually see something in their naked eye that doesn't translate to video. Interesting. Very. Uh, we so I use. Uh, she's passed away recently, actually. Uh, Claudia Ackley. Uh, she was the first one that I I heard of this happening to, where she. I believe she was going out on this like Bigfoot hunt or whatever. Uh, it's like her first time out. You know, and this is a long time ago. And um, she was going out with a, a lady, Barb and, and Gabby, I think is the YouTube channel. I don't even know if it's around still anymore. I think it, the Gabby was the dog. And I think Bob uh, Barb was the lady. I think she was out with these people. And Claudia, uh, in the moment, she saw what looked like a monkey or something it wasn't huge like a Bigfoot, but it was in a tree and she saw it come down out of a tree and run off and it was black. Hmm. I mean, it's not, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like uh, blending in. It was black. It, it, you could see what it was in that sense. Um, and they were filming in that direction. And so you, you see her reaction in the moment and on the video, you see them walking back to campsite and they're like, well, I was filming, we'll check it out when we get back to the camp, this, that, and the other. Like They're talking about what she experienced and how they're going to review the footage when they get back. They review the footage when they get back and you see movement coming down out of the tree, but it's translucent. Like, you, you, there is no black hair. There's no brown hair. There's no nothing. All you see is this distortion in the video of something that would be translucent, like the predator. It literally looks kind of like that. Where it's, it's translucent, but you can kind of see it still. And I've heard that several times on my show alone. Um, so like it, that, that kind of thing happens on video too. And I don't know why. I don't know why. It, it, I mean, obviously I don't know why, but like the, there's something when it comes to technology that is manipulatable. And uh, it, it, it's wild. Mm-hmm. It's really wild. Dude, Absolutely. And to just to put the bow on all this, uh, one thing I did forget. So when I was the Pukwudgie, so when I captured them on SLS, we're like we can see them. They're like in this bush, right? And the, we're talking about the non-Pukwudgie ones, like the little guys. They're like this big, mm-hmm. and there's probably I would say I don't know ten of them in this bush. And what's weird about it, if you I was looking at the bush, and if you look at the grass around it, right, none of the grass is moving, but the leaves in the bush are moving, exactly where these entities are allegedly are where the SLS is picking them up. So it looks like, I was like, do you see those leaves like moving in that bush? And you, it, it's just weird. Very, very strange. Mm. I just wanted to mention it because I just thought of it. Um, yeah. Just to, yeah. But dude. It's really interesting. <laughs> so uh, the the little tiny guys yep. that aren't puck wedgies, um, there's no name for them outside of that native name? No. Um, besides little people. And uh, like I said, on the spirit box, I've gotten little before. So I think that's what a lot of people refer to them now, refer to them as. In uh, Cherokee lore, they have little people as well, and like mm-hmm. little humanoids. Right. And then they um, they classify them different. It's weird how Native American culture works. So in Cherokee lore, there's three different kinds. And the way they describe them, one of them kind of sounds like the Pukwudgie, more of like a negative trying to play tricks on people, which is a lot like the Pukwudgie is described, disappears, all that kind of stuff. And then there's two other ones that are you know much nicer and that kind of stuff. So there in Cherokee, there's three different kinds, and then so you know I I didn't even like I said I didn't even think anything of it at the time, but now that I know what I know now, it's like oh my god, it's like damn, how did I not know? How did I not realize this? But how would I know? You know, no one I've never heard anyone talk about them before. 
Mm. So it's just like, you know, I would never know that they even exist. I just assumed they meant Pukwudgies. Mm. You know, every time they said little, I'm like, oh, hey, Pukwudgies. Little oh, cute guys. Oh, my God. So when I was out there one time, I, like I said, I, I keep on remembering things. That, yeah. So I was out there one time, um, one of the portal videos of the Pukwudgies. So as a joke, I walk walking down the pathway. I look over to the right. I'm like, where are you? I'm like, how are you, Pukwudgies? Where are you, my friends? And so then all of a sudden, EVP here. Like right, right near. And it sounds like the voice that the puck wedgies usually sound like when mm-hmm. I've gotten them before or allegedly asked for them to yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so. It's interesting how you get these responses uh, unintentionally at times. Yeah. I mean, you're just speaking and it's responding to you. And I, I really think if a lot of people started going out in nature and just living out there, existing in the moment and just being yourself out there while you're recording audio, you're going to capture a lot of interesting things. And I say that from experience. Uh, my friend, Ed, Edward Munge, I think that's how I pronounce his last name. He's from Costa Rica. Great guy. He's going to be on the show one of these days. Um, he and I, the very first film or very first thing we ever, I ever did in the direction of doing these films that we do now started with Ed. Uh, we went to a place in Pennsylvania, had a, like uh, what we believe to be some kind of ancient wall. I mean, I'm talking like, half mile long at times over a hundred feet high kind of wall very bizarre we spent like 14 hours up there and it's dark out we're trying to hike back to the main area where we can hike out of the woods and we stopped because we had interaction we had uh we had military choppers coming in and buzzing us which was weird because we were we were up there looking for an underground entrance to uh some kind of society of reptilians supposedly this is what the legend is yeah up in that area or we identified that area to be where the legend is because of markers physical land markers um anyways uh we stopped and we were doing whatever and i look back at him and i say um you ready to go and he says yeah and then we start going and i'm sitting in the studio with my dad and we just got done recording hammerland legends and we're going over footage and I'm just showing him, you know, what I did and we're listening and I say, you ready to go? And he says, yeah. And then you hear right up on the microphone. Okay. Clear as day. Like my dad's eyes were big. He's, I was like, did you hear? He's like, I heard that. <laughs> and I was just like, like it, it sounded like, um, like a female. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely didn't sound like Ed because Ed has a strong Costa Rican accent. Very strong. It wasn't him. Um, and then later on that night, not knowing we had that happen, uh, later on that night, we got up to the main area. We're just kind of sitting, chilling. It's dark out. And um, I, 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 I think I hear a little girl voice. And I don't know what it said. It was like, there's no language that I could recognize, but it was mm-hmm. like a little girl voice. And after 14 hours out there, I wasn't even like thinking investigate. Like I hear it. I'm like, do you hear that? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, cool. Ready to go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I wish I would have now because of, you know, what I caught on audio. Yeah. But like sure. the whole point is that like, if you're going out there, just kind of walking around and hiking and stuff, if you just run audio, who knows what you're going to capture on audio. I mean, it, like you can just do it accidentally. Like you, like you've experienced and I've experienced uh, it's 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 very wild just how uh, prevalent this stuff can be. Oh, for sure. And then I feel I feel like once you start looking into it, it starts looking into you, or you just I don't know how that works, but it just you definitely open yourself up more to it, and I feel like you experience more mm. for sure. You know, like 
when I first started, I didn't get get nearly as many EVPs as I do now. Obviously, they didn't say my name nearly as much at all. You know, so there's you heard a lot of new guy. Yeah, <laughs> who are you? Go away, leave. <laughs> yeah, the so bearded yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said beard. So for the last four videos in a row, I've gotten the word bank response: beard and shave. Multiple locations. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. They, either they like my beard or they don't like my beard. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I it's a know. good beard. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a tagline. I made it's a little a- like funny video of it because like they kept on saying shave, shave, shave. And I was like, I was like, beards, the ghosts want me to shave my beard. You know, I was like, uh, do I shave? And I threw the thing out in the trash. Yeah. The shaver. <laughs> <laughs> I was Perfect. like, I'm not shaving my beard. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird, right? It's like, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Well, so. Phil, exploring with Phil. That's right. Is the exploring YouTube channel. With Phil. Yep. Yeah. Tell yeah. me where they can find it again. Um, you can find me on all your social medias, wherever you are Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Everything is exploring with Phil. That's Phil with two L's. Weekly YouTube videos every single Thursday, 7 p.m. In the new year, I'm going to have a format change. I'm going to go every other week um, because I'm going to be doing a podcast on the other off weeks. It's interesting because yes. I actually put in my notes to bring up to you after we were done recording. Phil, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Yeah. So the details aren't 100% worked out, but I will, there will be some, you'll get me every single week. So it'll be a podcast one week, a video the other week, mostly because if I'm, I'm going to kind of transition um, into doing like bigger and better things as far as maybe more like long form things, like a Pukwudgie thing, like a movie or something, documentary style yeah. thing. I need more time. You know, so if I go every other week, I can have that time. And then I could also probably down the road do memberships and have actually time to build that out and stuff where if I'm doing every week, I can't do that. You know, I mean, I love doing every week, but, you know, I do need more time to like. You become very aware of how valuable the time is, the busier you get doing this stuff. Yeah. You get to a point where you're just like, there's not enough time. There isn't enough time. And I have to restructure things just so that there's more time. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. I wish I had more. I wish I had five fills. Oh, yeah. I oh, know. my God. I you know. know how much work I could get done? I know. Well, I had one fill just doing video editing all the time. I had one fill investigating. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be great. So the uh, the podcast, um, are you going to fly solo or are you going to have a, a co-host? Um, It's definitely going to, it's going to be Jace. Jason's going to be involved. Whether that's, me joining Jason on his podcast every other week, or we're doing another podcast every other week. His podcast isn't going away. It's still going to be every other week. We're basically going to sync it up where uh, my video comes out, his podcast comes out the same week, and then the off week will be our thing together. Mm. And so every single week we'll have something out there. Um, What's his podcast again? AFK Discussions Podcast. AFK Discussions. Yep. Oh, okay. You can subscribe, five-star rating, right? Yes. Sounds good. (laughs) All right, guys. Listen, uh, Phil, I appreciate you coming in. No, and uh, this was Thank a blast. You. And I'm so glad we got to talk portals and puck wedges. Dude, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I know this is going to be so epic. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please share the show wherever you can. If you spam uh, all your haters' uh, text message inbox, that's the best way to keep them away is to send them this episode. So just go ahead, share the show everywhere, Facebook, in your stories on Instagram. If you're not following Phil on Instagram, follow him on Instagram. Follow The Confessionals on Instagram. Follow Tony Merkel official on Instagram. And uh, until next week, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first, it'll piss you off. Bye.
Man, these threads trying to build a 